What up, everybody? Welcome back. I believe this is one episode that a lot of creative people can get a lot out from of this. Whether you're like a performing artist or uh, a tactile type artist, like you're into painting or clays or sculpting, uh, online creating, cartoons, musicians, podcasters, Twitch people. This is a good episode for those types of people because uh, we have Jess Rogers that works for the uh, Kansas City Artists Coalition. And it's a gallery downtown, kind of midtown area. And they're here to help you out. They'll do like classes. You can sign up. It's like 100 bucks a year and you can get online class. They're online right now because of COVID with real people that know how to market your stuff, um, help you with, uh, yeah, marketing and promotion. And then there's also grants like there's a lot of information in this podcast you guys sorry my dryer's going off how unprofessional am i uh, where was i oh yeah she talks about how you can get different grants for different projects you want to work on and like seriously this could be if you're an artist like a, a musician and you want to put on different shows you can do something uh if you're a painter or something you want to put on a gallery or or a showcase like you write a proposal and maybe you can get picked for uh, you know some free money to do some kind of cool project. We got a lot of information. I would suggest getting a piece of paper and some pen, pencils, and I can't talk. And just write down some of the information you get in here. And it's great. And it's great for everyone. This is a good episode. You guys don't know what more to say. Jessica Rogers or Jess Rogers, Cartwheel Jess on Instagram. She has a business too. She sells a lot of cool art stuff. She's just a really cool person that loves the artist community. An awesome story. I really encourage you guys to uh, just listen to this whole thing out. It's a lot. Of, it's great. She's an awesome, amazing person. And we're lucky that she chose Kansas City to come move to. Uh, all you artists out there, enjoy this one. Everyone else, too. Not just you. I'm not picking on just the artists. Let's go, everybody. Love you all. Boom, shalak, boom. Jess Rogers, here you are. Yep, You've made it to the big time. I've made it. You have got quite the resume. Quite the resume. Yeah, for working with people. Mm-hmm. But before we start, you guys were asking. I said, save it. I'll save it for the podcast because mm-hmm. it's. You guys asked me what the show alone was because I was watching it with my son last night. It's one of our favorite shows to watch, and it's on. We watch it on Hulu, and I. Th- I don't maybe Discovery Channel or History Channel. I can't remember which, but just Google alone. So they take like maybe 10 people, 10 or 12 people, and they drop them off. Like sometimes it's like in Alaska or Mongolia. This was a great one. They just and, and so it's like just one person. They drop them off isolated and you get 10 items. You get to pick 10 items to bring with you. And then they take another person, like might be 20 miles from that person. They drop that person off all alone. And you get it. They keep doing that across across Mongolia. Wow. All these different different terrains and just different things they have to they battle. And you get, you know, your 10 items. Is it a bow and arrow? Are you going to bring a fishing rod? Are you going to bring a fishing line? Are you going to bring wire? What are you going to bring for your 10 items? You know, tents, all that, or tarps and stuff. And then that's it. And then they give you a whole bunch of camera equipment. And you're all by yourself. That's it. They drop you off in a helicopter. They fly away. Boom. How long can you last? You know, they give you a satellite phone to call in and say, I quit. I can't do it anymore. I'm hurt. I lost my flint. I can't make fire. I'm tapping out. I'm tapping out. Like, I can't get food anymore. Like, what? And so, last person to survive... Or survive. They all survive. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Now we're not coming you to get you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, last person to not tap out wins, you know, five hundred thousand dollars. Wow. And people go, I think Mongolia it was over sixty days. Wow. Might even have been close to ninety, maybe, maybe not, but at least sixty something days. 
all about. I mean, they're making shelter. They're making cabins with you know chimneys and fires. They're setting traps. One dude killed a moose with a bow and arrow. You could do that. Boom. He won, of course. <laughs> like, how do you lose when you have a thousand-pound beast? dead in front of you and that's you know that's the hardest part surviving on this show is getting protein so yes my son and i watched that so last night we were talking about bedtimes before we turn the microphone on and i have a tendency to pass out in my lazy boy chair up there watching stuff but normally i get him to bed before that happens like that usually happens late well i've been tired lately and Last night, I woke up like at like 10.45 at night. I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot to put him to bed. I looked over and he was passed out on the chair too with yeah. a loan still going. It was yeah. hilarious. Like, yeah, I like father, like son. So. I've done that exact thing. Yes. Yep. It's adorable. It's, it's pretty nice. Okay, so now we're going to get to why you're here. Okay, cool. Jess Rogers in charge of... Kansas City Artists Coalition. Oh, I'm not in charge. Not in charge, but there. work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, you're, that's who you're representing today. And you have an insane resume that you sent me. Oh, where'd my paper go? I wrote some stuff down to talk to you about. Well, she sent me a list of some things that, you know, she sent me her resume and stuff. I just didn't know what to expect. Yeah, that's here, n- so nothing. I was just like, here's things. Get, yeah, I get close on that mic, though. I'm, oh, okay. You got to stay on it. Okay. Sorry. I know. It's, it's tough. You're not used not to it. Used to it. Here we go. Um, boy, okay. I don't even know where to start. Yeah, so I just sent this stuff because I didn't know what this was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's see. Marketing, promoting, networking. That's what I wrote on the top is what I think that's kind of what, what you kind of do yeah, in the kind so of art, artist community. Um, you've worked for the pitch and then you have something called cartwheel mm-hmm. and your business. And I, okay. So I was looking at your thing that's called cartwheel busters or cartwheel something. Cartwheel Jess. Cart. Yeah. Yeah. And I got from it that it's maybe a business for like creative type people, maybe even like people like me. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, cause it says you like do marketing, promoting, um, and like even create like things like for people to sell maybe yeah like if i wanted some mugs with my logo could i come to you and you could make those and then i could sell those sure that's what i'm looking for yeah (laughs) yeah and i know a bunch of other people that do that kind of and i know a bunch of other people that do that kind of work so yeah just farm it out could yeah sorry give you you some names give you some names see okay yeah what you're into i'm into a lot if you don't know this podcast is very it's very broad <laughs> very broad yeah. um well good because that that, makes that, it good. that works out perfectly um like how does your networking or not your network but like uh promoting and like how do you help creative people how do you help out artists because you're in from going through your resume you're deep into the artists community the art community here in kansas city yeah yeah, and that is kind of like a long story a little bit, but I'm going to try to uh, sum it up. So podcast, um, we got all day. Tell yeah. a long story. Let's hear, okay. your, to- let's hear so, your story. Talk to me. I feel like I'm, um, yeah, really involved and invested in the arts community in Kansas City and um, helping artists find resources and opportunities. And I think that comes out of a need to create community that I have. Uh, when I moved here, I literally knew like one person. And so I think the way that I like, yeah, created a community for myself was like investing in other people. And um, one form of that was this project that I started. I'd have to look at my resume to even know one, but called Cartwheel. And it was a trailer that I got and like gutted and redid. And I sold other people's things that they were making that I knew that were my friends out of it and then things that I made also. And it was like right when all these like markets and stuff were coming up in the West Bottoms. And so I used to take it around and then like I worked at this little restaurant in the West Bottoms and so me and the owner of that started this little market where people could come and sell their stuff. And so it's always been about this kind of like helping the other people around me that are doing the same thing I am. Like why aren't we all coming together and trying to like all pan or like, you know, And it just created this little community and then it kind of just kept changing from there. So Cartwheel 
Jess and cartwheel, like the way I see it is kind of just like the way my art practice has evolved. And after a trailer, it was a bus. I had a little blue short bus that um, I took all the seats out of and then made them like um, couches on each side. Oh, cool. And then I did all kinds of things with it. Like I rented it out for bachelorette parties and I took people and got them drunk and had parties Yeah. in this little blue bus. And it was so fun. And I did, uh, do you know Speed Levitch? He's uh he's cool. I'll tell you, he's great. He's uh was in the waking life and he like gives tours in New York, but he's actually from Kansas City. So I worked with him through this place called Grand Arts. Anyways, <coughs> he and I did like a Christmas lights tour and we went all around the city and did funky, like weird Christmas light displays. And he like did his tour like amazing thing during it. Um and then man, I did stuff with like a lot of art centers and we like turned the bus into all kinds of different things. So just kind of helping, help helping other artists like showcase them, like mm-hmm. giving them a place. Because mm-hmm. as an art, mm-hmm. as a just a normal, mm-hmm. I shouldn't say just a normal artist, but like a, an artist that creates physical things, mm-hmm. it is like they have, they are limited to where they can kind of. I mean, sure you can throw up Etsy or Instagram, but to actually get it out there in front of the people, because not everybody is looking for that stuff on social media or, or, or finding little boutique art things. It's nice when you're like, if you're walking in the crossroads mm-hmm. and you grab a coffee from messenger and you see a little bus pulled up with like, I've seen it like earrings and bracelets exactly. and stuff. It's exactly. cool. It's like, and then you know that you're supporting that person right there. I mean, clearly they live in your community and it's, I'm, I'm like you, like trying to build like a cool community of just, mm-hmm awesome people uh, of artistic people and fun people and just kansas city i don't know i'm surprised we haven't run into each other sooner like we both have a very uh similar style of 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 like just bringing uh creative people together i guess because that's i i want to get as many creative people in here as i can i mean as i have like i've had and just it's fun to like promote them and get like i find like like rappers or musicians for instance like a lot of time like i'll let some people come on that they've asked to come on but like it's it's fun to like go out and find your like people you're fans of and mm-hmm. be like oh my gosh i had so and so on and and i've become friends with so and so it's like right. it's cool it's like and then yeah I, I think know. that's what I recognized when I looked into your podcast. I saw that Jackie from Cafe Cafe oh, yes. was on it because I follow her. And I was like, oh, what is this? And I followed and I watched a few episodes. And I really liked the range of guests that you have and like who you're promoting. And like I liked the conversations. And I saw, I think I recognized that, that that's how you work. And that's why I reached out to you. So Yeah, I just want to talk to people. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have a whole lot of argument or confrontation i'm not trying to do any gotcha right journalism because right. i there's i've had plenty of people on here that i i disagree with or i or will have disagreements but i try not to go too too hard in the pain i just want to hear what people have to say and i like to i like to learn how people think because i don't necessarily care what people think i care how people think there's a big difference and yeah, Kansas City has got a lot of people that know how to think, like the artist community, especially. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's the music, the comedy, the murals, the T-shirts. I mean, it, it's amazing here. There's so much talent in Kansas City. Um, yeah, we just have to learn how to foster it, you know. Mm hmm. And on like a government level right now, I mean, they're cutting so much more funding for the arts right now that it's just like unfortunate. Because artists are already losing a lot of gigs because of what's going on in the world. And it's just, you know, they've had all these budget hearings over the past like month. And I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, <laughs> what have you worked? At? I, I noticed you had like some murals mm-hmm. on your resume. Have mm-hmm. you worked on murals? Just like what kind of art? Like you're an artist. Yeah. Uh-huh. What kind of like, what is your medium specialty? Yeah. Um, so I'm formally trained. I went to art school in the South um, and I studied fibers and textile design. What's which is that like, mean? Uh, so it's like basically like traditional handcraft. Um, so like weaving, screen printing, natural dyeing, um, uh, creating 
uh, patterns, like digital repeats, um, doing all kinds of different quilting, crocheting, making clothing, um, all kinds of stuff like that. So I technically learned all that stuff, but I also consider myself kind of like a painter and a sculptor. I don't know. I do a lot of different kinds of work. Um, but I've done a bunch of murals in the city. I've done like five murals in different places are they around still the up? city. Oh, yeah. Ooh, which ones are they? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, my first one was in at the Northeast Library um, off of like St. John and Topping around there. And it's like on this curved cement wall that was in the parking lot. And it's of like different animals. It's like a big sun shining down and then different animals. And then, um, oh my God, I have such a bad memory. And then one is in um, the Ivanhoe neighborhood, like off of 39th in um, between Mannheim and 71. And it's like um, on this long uh, stone, sorry, stone wall. I'm getting nervous. And it's like pattern and then these like little houses and then more pattern. Um, and then one is in the West Bottoms at like a charging, a car charging location. And it's like a quilt pattern on the ground. And then one is at a building on 40th and Truce that's called the Black Box Theater. Um, and it's a big like sunshine with arms reaching down and then like graphics around the building. I think that's all of them. Were these commissioned or were these just for fun? Um, I was paid for all of them okay. in different ways through different maybe organizations I worked for or grants that I applied for or grants that I was granted, stuff like that. Yeah, I love the I love going down the crossroads. I mean, if anybody that knows has listened to this podcast, they know I love it down there. And then that's one of the cool things I love about that, especially when it's nice like it is right now, is just walking down there and, and walk going through all the different alleyways it has mm-hmm. all the graffiti, all the art, all the murals because mm-hmm. they're constantly changing because, mm-hmm. you know, it's legal to do it down there and it's just it's really cool and but it is cool to see like the ones that do stay there that have been up for for years mm-hmm. and it's just nice to see like like i don't know if it's out of respect or or what but I, I love i love murals i love graffiti i can't get enough of it yeah 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 did you ever do any you know illegal uh late night Oh, in college. Spray painting. Yeah. In college. Not really spray painting. We did we would go out and we would ride our bikes and we would get these like LED lights and make uh make them like these little stickies and you can like throw them and do stuff like that. We'd do fun stuff like that. Um or uh do like little installations and stuff. I guess I did do some spray paint. I had this one like symbol I was working with a lot in college and I would spray paint it on things, but things that it wouldn't like fuck up. Cause I hate that. So yeah, like fuck up like what? Like a building that shouldn't be? It's just like it's one thing if it's like intentional and if it's art and p- someone spent time on it rather mm-hmm. than just like tagging tag. it or yeah. being disrespectful or something like that. That's what I mean. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. I'm not into that. I mean. <sighs> I mean, do that, but do it somewhere down like a way that's like you're practicing. <laughs> okay. You oh, know? yeah. Or I don't know. I like it. <laughs> I like it in certain spots. I like. Yeah. So I knew this dude. What did he call himself? Uh, he called himself an anarchist. Mm. Um, and, it, and his name, you'll, you used to be able to, I don't think he's, I don't think I've seen his stuff now. He's probably moved or in prison. But he went by the name of Stoic. S-T-O-I-C. And oh, I feel like I've seen that. Yeah, he was pretty, like if you were in like Midtown, mm-hmm. Westport, mm-hmm. anywhere, like he was very prolific down there. I mean, he'd sign everything. Hmm. And he was, uh, it was really. With just his name? Just stoic. Yeah. You know, it's, and it's a fancy looking stoic. Like it looks good. It looks, it looks decent. It's right. not like, whoa. But it's just his thing. He's like, he'd take stop signs, buildings, whatever. And I used to try to talk to him about it. And he's just like, oh, I just kind of, it's just like a culture. Like there's this tagging culture. Yeah. And it's been. You know, if you go, I mean, sure, anyone who's ever seen a train. Right. Sees the same. And it's like the same kind of family. Right. And I think. I like I it on the train. I love it on the train. I and like but it. That's what I mean. In the train yards down there, you know, I like tagging down there. I like that. I think that's cool. And I do like the culture and the idea of running from the cops. 
like trying to sneak into the train yard, spray paint up, <laughs> like sneak around and try to not get caught. And then if you do run from and get to the fence, like I'm into that. Yeah. Like I would love That's to adventure. meet. Yeah. I want to meet like, so I have you. Do you think that really happens? 100%. I watch YouTube videos. <laughs> um, do you know Lucid Flows? Daniel Bartle. He's done some big murals down at the crossroads and then just. I would probably recognize the work then. Okay. Yeah. But New York psych not. style. Yes. I know he, Phil very well. He works. Yeah. Okay. He's really good friends. They're really good friends. Okay. Then I probably met him. I'm horrible with people's names. Okay. Maybe. But I'm yeah. very visual. I'll remember them. But you probably, names. if you'd Oof. see him, you'd recognize him. Okay. Probably. Probably. Um, probably. So the first time I met him was just walking through the crossroads and him and this other dude were spray painting. I was like, whoa. And this is just when I happened to first start my podcast and looking for guests and saw this dude spray painting. And I was like, hey, this would be a good idea for guests. And I got him on hoping that he was like, I didn't know the culture. I didn't know. I thought they were, I didn't know they were necessarily doing it legally then there either. Right. So I was like, oh, I want him on the podcast. And I want to, my dream was like, he'll invite me to go to a train yard with him at night to go try to do some <laughs> renegade spray paint and he shit. He doesn't have to And he's do like, that. oh, he doesn't do, he doesn't yeah, do that. He's like, doing I mean. dope. I was like, yeah. does that really happen anymore? Oh, I, I think feel so. Like oh, yeah. People like are like, they don't care. Well, trains, they still, they don't want you doing this on, on the, the trains. Train. Yeah. On the train. Okay. And I think they're also worried that you're going to, you know, hop, hop on the train and mm-hmm. ride it. Like, that's a big, I'm big into watching that on YouTube too. I used to know a lot of those kids in college. It's something I've always wanted to do. Really? Oh, yeah. I don't think it's as glamorous as it is romantic sounding. I don't think it's like, I don't know. From the kids I knew, they were like. I don't need glamour. I'll take the romance. Yeah. Then go for it. (laughs) I'm 41. (laughs) I don't know if I can get away with that now. Like, I mean, I could. I, th- I think it would be fun. I wouldn't want to now. I'm like too cushy now. I'm like, mm, I don't want to sleep on a train car. Not anymore. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I, if you bring a little blow up mattress, like <laughs> what are you going to bring with you? Um, A backpack with food and water. Blanket. Blanket of some sort, probably. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't thought about it yet. I'd, I'd have to go down some more Toiletries. YouTube, some YouTube <laughs> rabbit holes to figure out what's the best kind of pack like how do you do this <laughs> sneakily i'm gonna have to bring a gopro with me i'm gonna make have to yeah you're it. gonna have to have recording equipment mm-hmm. imagine who you'd meet it could be a whole project you could write a grant for it there's an inspiration grant right now through arts kc you could write something like that i mean if you were like serious or a different version of something like that I could, what do you mean i could get a. I you could, could get funded really? to do a project like that i could yeah I have ideas. I mean, you have to put a grant together. All the time. It's not a ton of time, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you would know how to get yeah, started on writing something like that? If you look up Arts like KC, yeah. Okay. I can send you a link. Now, even though, even though like, it's going to uh, require some activity that isn't necessarily legal, would they still give you a grant? for that what or, does that mean well you know trespassing you know uh, I, I, you know dr- hopping on these trains you know you can oh, get I didn't it. think about that part of it well, you know maybe you i'm sure it's just a misdemeanor maybe you could do something else yeah i want to train hop and do it well i i look into it i don't know maybe we can leave the legality part out of it and just say we're gonna do it at our own risk so i'm gonna know. travel by train travel by train amtrak's a train Let's let them assume that we got to lawyer our way around this <laughs> to get the grant. You just got to think creatively. Like how uh, how much would I need? Like yeah, problem solve. Yes, I don't even need that much. Well, how much are they uh, offering for a grant? What's three thousand dollars? Three thousand dollars. Give it to me. I can I can use that. Could do a lot with that. Uh huh. Couple cameras. Mm-hmm. I've got I've got a lot of stuff you already. You can produce the whole thing. Yeah. I'm rich. I am. Okay. Can we do that? Yeah, I can help you. Okay, I'd mm-hmm. have to take. Yeah. I could, okay. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. I have to figure out logistics. I wanna I'm gonna have to take some time off work. How long, how long of a train ride would I need to do? Two weeks. Two weeks. Right. That would be like three thousand bucks. <sighs> two weeks. Because would you take someone with you? If you just, I don't know if you, two people. That's a lot it, of, like liability. Two would be nice for uh, a cameraman. Mm-hmm. 
But then that's like three thousand dollars. I got to split with yeah, something I, I can know. just you do with a think, selfie you have, stick. You have to think more through it. You have to like write stuff. But down. I'm not doing it for the money. It's three thousand dollars. I'm no, not you, doing it for the money. You're not getting paid to do it. You're yeah. just getting like that. You get your project funded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then who knows? I can maybe turn it into something. Yeah. Turn it into money. Turn get it, it into get a, it funded by that. that get could it be funded. Your, like, turn it into like some kind of podcast documentary art film type i don't know something like that that's yeah. there's somewhere see i see what sh- people would be interested in oh yeah just maybe like just and there. then i'm like just interview uh like homeless type people people that you run into hmm i think we can workshop something here just put it on put it on paper yeah i'll put, I'll, I'll put it on paper i'll put it on right. video right now i'm right. brainstorming oh, yeah, this now okay. this is like okay okay <laughs> Yeah, maybe, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Talk to, yeah, this would be fun. I could talk to, the, you know what I could do? It would be fun, fun. Talk, like go up to the train yard and try to find the, whatever they call it, the pit boss or whatever and talk to them and just ask them what it's like chasing these people, what are the legal, let's just do all that stuff. Just have whole interviews with the people that, with the, the people that are professionals, right? And then later that weekend, later that night, Sneak in under their noses and hop a train. They wouldn't oh see God. it coming. So you got a little sinister, <laughs> a little sinister part adding to the, this this film. It's turning I, into a I, film now. I feel it. It's, keep going. Um, <laughs> and I'm gonna go like old school carpet bagger style, like it's, like a stick with 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 my blanket and whatever I can fit in that blanket and tie to that pole. Like old school, like you saw in the cartoons. Was that a real thing? I guess we can do regular. No, let's do it real. Let's be comfortable. Let's get yeah. a nice. It's like Huck Finn. Didn't he have one of those? Yeah, I, I don't need to do that. It's 2021. I'm not trying to make a statement. Give me a nice a nice backpack with, you know, some fresh underwear and socks and a hoodie. You know, uh, uh, some uh, a thing of baby wipes to keep clean. That'll be like how I shower and all that stuff. Yeah, all that stuff. Food, get of few, course. Get a few packs Maybe a wipes. camel pack with water. Yes, that's a good idea. Uh-huh. Or vodka. Whiskey. Change it out. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely would have to bring... Uh, that's probably just too much. Yeah, it wouldn't take much. And then like the camera equipment and then recording equipment. A couple, like an easy, a cheap little two microphones. And then whenever and I stop, you put into your people. budget like any of that stuff you don't already own. So, like, you'd have to really think a lot about it. It would ask you to do budget stuff. So, mm-hmm. you'd really have to, like, lay out what you think it would cost to do it. Okay. Um, to give them an idea. Does time, does comp- time off of work? You, you can, can pay can. yourself. You can pay yourself to do it like that. Like, how much you'd be missing in work, maybe. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You can put that into it. Okay. Yeah. Do you think there's, yeah, what are my chances? I mean, you just got to try. I do have to just try. Right. But how are my chances? I don't know. Do you see gr- these uh, I'm requests? I'm going to try. You- I'm, my idea is to. Uh, oh, no, we're competing against each other. Oh, I don't know. I think they give away a couple. Okay. I can't think of it. Wait, don't worry. Don't worry. It's not competitive. Well, I mean, it all is, I guess, but not really. It doesn't feel that way. Right. Um, I want to prototype a playground design. Okay. Can you talk about your design or would that be? Uh, yeah, no, I don't think, you know, I'm, I don't have anything to show right now. But basically I'm turning like one of my paintings. I like to see it like turn three dimensional. And so it would be like it would look like a sculpture. Mm-hmm. Like if you saw it from far away or like whatever. And it is a sculpture, but it's something that kids can like crawl on and crawl under and like play with. I wanted to have it ready to apply for the airport call, and then I just didn't get my shit together. Oh, that but would have been great to have it I out know, there. No, to have something for kids to do. Maybe they'll have more money left over. Like maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think not. they just keep. I'm so mad. I don't at the think airport. there is a budget on that thing. Is there? It started off like at a million, and then it's magically, big. as soon as it got voted in, it went up to two million. Like. <laughs> it's wild. I really liked the airport the way it was. Oh, thank you. Because it was so easy to travel Thank in you. and out of. Oh, I, I bitch about no, it's it all. Be I am a pain in the ass. I don't know Just why saying. they did it. I, I can't. I don't know. I think they only did it to pay off a couple people. I you think a couple people got some some 
some contract oh. money. I think it's very shady. There's absolutely no reason to. It it's wasn't just the broke. Way things are. It's, it's not broke. Like Don't that. fix it. Like, and now it's. Ugh. It was the one of the best airports in the country. So easy. So in easy. And out. So easy. You could literally get there like an hour before your flight and like go through security and sit down and be bored as fuck. And then. Oh, yeah. The like plane. you're like, there's nothing to do. I take, but I don't even care because you're not even there that long. I take conservative people there an hour early. <laughs> if it's just me going somewhere, I'm like 30 minutes. Whoa. It's like, That's I don't, true. I like, cause like it, no it's kids, not. like go you're by yourself. Yeah. Mm hmm. Got my backpack. I'm not really checking any bags. Right. Hop on. Bam. Right. Boom. That's how I work. I don't need to suit up i'm not going anywhere far and need a bunch of stuff i'm a guy i never check bags. jeans and a t-shirt ever i'm too cheap yeah and you are about to go to florida can't wait like a week from now what time is it what time is it i don't know a week from now i'll be like at a pool just like in the water sun i don't even know i can't wait i wish i could teleport there they're working on that technology it's gonna happen gonna happen but it's gonna happen when we turn into artificial intelligence not I don't ready for that not ready i don't think it'll happen let's while go we back are. to florida yeah <laughs> yeah the old-fashioned way <laughs> you don't want to become a machine no that's assuming we're already not machines or in sometimes a machine sometimes i feel like it yeah I'm not going to go there. I've gone down there too much lately. I've, I've talked too much simulation <laughs> theory. I'm not going there. However. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, more and more I think about it. This is the year of simulation theory for me. Simulate. I feel like. Whatever. I'm not going there. Uh, so. I mean, it feels like somewhere you might need to go. Florida? Oh, sure. I've been when I was a kid. I went to Disneyland. Yep. Disney World. I mean. Epcot Center, very disappointed. SeaWorld, <laughs> very disappointed. Bush Gardens was fine. And uh, what's the other one? Disney World. Uh, what's the other? Epcot, Epcot Center. Universal? No. MGM? No. Tower of Terror? It's, Did you go on that ride? Which one's the one with the ball? That's, That's Epcot. Epcot. Okay, I went to that one and then I feel like there was one other one, but... Epcot, MGM. It was. It wasn't the cool Disney one. Disney World. It wasn't the one with the Nickelodeon stuff. Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom. Yeah, that's go. like the kitty. Like, yeah, where the castle. I was too is. old for that shit, and I wasn't even that old. But I was so like, pissed. I was too old. I was. I was bummed. I didn't know what to ex- like. I was yeah. going into like seventh uh, or eighth grade. Oh yeah. And I too- had grown up going to Six Flags Great America. The Six Flags. Oh, so you were like, I've already ridden the big ride. Like I've done that. Like, what I've, am I doing like, here? I can't wait. This is with ba- this Dumbo shit. You're like, what am I doing? I, I was like, wait a minute. This is Disney World? Got ripped off. This is ho- this, the best thing were the teacups. And I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I know. I know. I made my brother sick it's on that. It's a small like, world. Was, that area is cool. Yeah, I went on small world. It was, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> it's a little, what, free, it's a little trippy. A little trippy. It was boring. I was like, what is, this is stupid. And then the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. That was, stu- they're, they're all dumb. There's just slow little rides where you see animatronics. Like, I don't, I, I don't, I don't get it. Just skip Epcot. Skip Magic Kingdom. Really just go to Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure. I, I guess think go I'd to the Star Wars thing. Yeah. Oh, I love theme parks. I love them. I don't know. I can't. Like once every 10 years. It's so fun. I don't see the point. The, the, as a kid, oh, the of course, I love them. Yeah. But as an adult now, I'm like, I can't see spending 45 minutes in line for a two-minute ride. They have fast passes now. Even then. Then you got to spend. Saying, it's so expensive. You got to take your kids. Oh. No, they like they want to go camping and shit. Let's do that. Yeah, that's fun. Camping is super fun. Like real camping. Yeah. Like out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Do some fishing, build yeah. some fires, cook off some fires. You know, a few days, nothing yeah. out there but wild animals, no other people. I've taken my son camping down outside of Eureka Springs. Oh, beautiful! Quite a few times at this Lake Leatherwood. It's very cool. It's a great place to camp. Um, and, oh, shit. And canoe oh, and fine. do all kinds of things. Sorry, guys. Um, but, yeah, really. 
Yeah. yeah. The cartwheel bus. Do you still do the cartwheel bus? Okay, so that's where I was at in my story. No, so I got pregnant. And I just had a bus and a scooter. And so I was like, I need a car. And so I sold the bus to a man who was one of my regulars at the restaurant that I worked at. I was like big and pregnant and walking around waitressing Sunday brunch. And um, I was telling him and his girlfriend how I needed to like sell the bus. Like I just decided I need to sell the bus. Like I have to get a car and I'm kind of like done doing that kind of work right now. Or like, you know, I'm going to have to like slow down. And um, he was like, I'll buy your bus. Oh, wow. wow. Like it just, and I was like, what? And I was like, no. And he was like, I'll buy your bus. And I was like, okay, go home and think about it. And we'll talk next Sunday at brunch. And he just wrote me a check the next Sunday. Whoa. And he's really cool. He is a like woodworker and a blues musician. And he tricked it out he like invested the money into it that i could have never mm -hmm. you know and he like built it into like this like bougie glamping like bed and little kitchenette and oh, he and cool. his girlfriend go to like all these bluegrass festivals oh, cool. and like oh, do their nice. thing and they're like older and like fun and it's cute and i get to see it because it's still in the west side neighborhood so i do drive by it sometimes do they have an instagram it sounds like a, a cool oh no they just do it for themselves oh it's not i want to see it like i want to see their <laughs> their adventures on instagram on that cool bus that oh my god cool. i mean they might no i doubt i could not see john doing that there's no way and it could be awful <laughs> like they couldn't even, they don't even have to be pictures of them in it it could just be of the bus. the bus in its different locations and yeah stuff like that. i did that with cartwheel a lot i would go and put it in places in the city and like do like different like little campaigns for it because you're good at so marketing cute. yeah and so the marketing just came to me honestly like i studied art i graduated when the recession hit so you know in debt for life for fancy art school and um no jobs no jobs in my field um randomly moved to kansas city <laughs> not a lot of like you know, a ton of things here in my field. You just directly. randomly moved here? Yeah. And so uh, I had to kind of create my own opportunities. Mm -hmm. And so I did. I like created my own small business and then created opportunities for other people. And that created other opportunities for me. And like it was this like exchange, which like just feeded, feeded the beast. <laughs> like, I don't know, just working with more people and doing other things. And, you know, yeah, that's how I. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. So I see all the kind of different work I do as like, you know, community work and stuff. And then now more of my, my artwork is just like more fine art and it's more for myself where for a while I was trying to make products and stuff like that. And, um, I didn't really want to make things that were trendy. I didn't really want to put a KC on it. And so, um, it wasn't like bringing me joy. You didn't, you didn't want to put a KC on it. <laughs> no. Mm -hmm. Sorry. No, I yeah. no, I'm not. Don't apologize. Yeah. I love that because yeah, there's so much of it. It's everywhere. It's so much of it, and it was like at the height of that time, and I was like, and that's just not me. Like I just, I'm right, you know. And so I didn't want to feel that, and it was, it's a weird thing to feel like. I know I'm talented. I know I'm producing really cool stuff, um, but people aren't like vibing with it. Mm -hmm. You know, my stuff was like a little funky, a little bit more like coastal, probably, um, and it did do well in other cities. Um, but I think after a while, it just became like, I don't want this to be my job. I want to have a job and I want to be able to make my art for mm -hmm. me, you know. And so when that kind of shifted for me, um, that's when I started um, working at the coalition, at the Artist Coalition. And so getting to serve artists, but getting paid to do it and being able to like make my work on the side. So it feels like a good balance. Is there a thing, do you still sell stuff now like can people come find mm -hmm. you places and buy what are you selling uh, what can we buy where do we uh, where will we find you <laughs> when will we find you what can we buy when we find you uh i only, i guess i'm only doing sales right now through like myself i'm on my website uh if i post something on social media um i have a lot of work that i need to promote which would be like small little paintings um different fiber work, different quilted pieces. You make um, quilts? You still do uh -huh. quilts and stuff? Yeah. Oh, really? I make clothing. I make all kinds of random stuff. And so right now I'm making stuff that I just want to make. And so sometimes I'll make an extra one. So it's just like a one-off, one-of-a-kind thing I'll put out there. But, um, yeah. 
So my website, that's where I'm selling. But Where's coming your website? up, uh, it's just cartwheeljess.com. Cartwheeljess.com. Um, I'm hoping to be in Art Westport in the fall because that's a really good show. So shows aren't like haven't been happening. Yeah, I want right? to talk to you a little bit about yeah. that because you um, used to put events together. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was kind of curious, like now events, there's it's very rare to get. I mean, you can go to like little private event. I just went to a dope little private event last weekend but like actual actual public events that's not happening but kansas city's like opening back up are events gonna come back man i really hope so i mean my buddies at um lemonade park nice uh who are record bar and um they are having their venue down in the west bottoms open back up so that's like an outdoor music venue that everyone should support lemonade park kc i think is like their instagram um, but they're great. They're going to have shows in April. That's opening back up. Um, that's, I'm just like naming things I've seen. But big events. Um, I heard, and I hope this changes, so I'll let you know if it does, but I heard that Boulevardia is not happening again, which is a big event that I work on. Do you work forever. for Boulevard? I don't work for Boulevard. Okay. I am a um, like consultant that they hire through a marketing um, company that works with them and produces oh, yeah. Boulevardia. But I love... It's Everyone Boulevard, in Boulevard, I, uh, and I have a lot of friends that work there that I love, and so it's is, I love working on that event. Boulevard, that's usually like in June. It's Father's Day weekend. Okay, every now year, it's Friday to pro, Sunday. Now they're not doing it now this year because of COVID. You're saying that's what I've heard, and I or really hope maybe do you that think can change. It's but something I don't know. else. I think it's COVID. Aren't they having? Aren't they going through some public relation issues that right now? That decision was made before um, all of that. Okay. Yeah. Is that stuff still going on? Like I heard, I read a little bit about it, and I think the pitch maybe about some accusations that were going on at Boulevard. I think that they've handled it. I think that the people that were like um, that they were speaking about have mm-hmm. one had already b- retired, and I don't know how you handle that. I don't know how they've handled it, but I've heard from my friends who work there and are very happy to still work there. Um, that, yeah, the stuff that had been going on had been going on for a while, and they feel like they've handled it well, and they feel good about working Okay, there. I was curious, because, so, you know, I read the, what sexual harassment, and, yeah. like, kind of, not only that, but almost, like, just a, a culture of that. Yeah, I've, I've talked to a lot of good friends who work there, and they, um, they're men and women, mm-hmm. and wives of men who work there um, that I'm really dear friends with, and it's kind of, you know, like, it's a brewery. I don't know how you want to take that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I'm a like. Okay. And well. I've heard that there's a lot of sexual talk uh, from men and women all the time. Oh, I get time. that. There's probably a lot of blue collar stuff and going on And it's a there. lot, you know, and it's like fun. And I don't, you know, like, so I, you know. Maybe and, just a couple of, I don't even know who did the accusing or what accusations there were. <laughs> I read very little into it. But do you think it was probably just someone that was unattractive and not getting that kind of jokes and then she was just like hey you guys aren't flirting with me and giving me the blue card. maybe she was jealous and was like i'm just gonna make this up this all goes around happens to every you know i don't want to make any assumptions about why anyone i only want to make assumptions yeah don't do that don't go don't do that that's all i want to do i don't want to make any assumptions but i just that's how it was explained to me is the culture there it's not right but it is like very back and forth and you know maybe if someone comes in i don't know i don't know hey you're not you're, know. look yeah. you don't work for them I just, right i've never had any experience curious. like that working there and i know a lot of people it's like kansas um, city's beer company and I, and I know that it got out there and i was just wondering and just thinking out loud know. curious yeah. like if if kansas cityans are going to know about if they know about that if they're going to stop drinking it stop buying it like that would look if there was a big scandal with Boulevard, that would look that wouldn't look good for Kansas City. That would and then that but that would be interesting because it would open up a whole new market for another big Kansas City beer player to move in. You know, like when when El Chapo goes down, all the other drug cartels battle for that number one spot. Every once yeah, Kansas but City's Boulevard number one guy isn't even owns locally anymore, so you're no, not like the, battling the same battle. You know, they're in like a different battlefield, and you're battling people like yeah, I don't kind know. of. But if people in Kansas City stop 
buying it, I think we're still probably the biggest market. Maybe not. Yeah, but it's not like a, like you no, have I know. to find your Some own Belgium big company. Yeah, to come now. by you too. I forgot about that. What a bummer. But cool. It's good for them. It's good for them. Make yeah. your money. Make that money. If I built something and, and was able, if I could sell out for billions of dollars, I gotta say, shit. My one, my one, See ya. my one gripe about the expansion. <laughs> my one gripe, if I gotta have one, is that they just started producing so much different products that, like, I couldn't even keep up with like what they were making anymore. And so it became less special to me. Mm-hmm. And while the cans are really beautiful and I love all the artists there, um, it was like. And then that's it's not the artist problem. You were creating beautiful work, but no, they were producing all these different flavors and things. And I was just like, every time I try to go to the liquor store, I'd be like, "What the fuck is that? Where'd my beer that. go? Where's my special like smokestack? I want the special stuff. I don't want this like overproduced thing." So it changed for me a little bit. They had uh, an IPA called Heavy Lifting. Yes, came in a green can with an elephant on it. Yeah, I loved it. But boom, it just disappeared one day. It's like, oh, now it's Space Camper. It's like, you know, Was that's the problem. the same? No, no, oh. it's completely different. They just replaced that IPA oh. with a different one. It's like, that's the problem when you're rotating, doing all these new beers. Like, your your people get, you know, find your one that loyals, you love. Yeah. Like, oh, dude, I love heavy lifting. And now all of a sudden it's gone. I got to find something else. Like, I don't really mess with Boulevard anymore. I don't drink a whole lot of beer anymore. But when I do, it's not really Boulevard anymore. And I, I like used- Torn Label. Torn label? Yeah. Yeah. They're good. They're a local brewery. Um, I like a lot of different ones. Oh, there's no shortage of... Yeah. Just like there's no shortage of Kansas City rappers Mm -hmm. or podcasters. There's no shortage of Kansas City craft breweries. Yeah. One in a million. Um, So we get on here. What exactly is the Kansas City... Artist Coalition? Like, what exactly is it? So it's an arts nonprofit... Um, it's been around a long time, like since the seventies, it was, um, created by artists who found the need to like get together and, uh, promote each other and become a community. Um, it in court, like it became a nonprofit, I think like in the eighties, um, it was in the river market for like 30 years. Um, and then a bunch of, uh, like a developer from Chicago came and bought like five buildings in the river market. Oh, and so I, I start- love the river market too. <laughs> I know it's great. Um, so like a couple months into working there, we moved to Midtown, which I love cause it's like two minutes from my house. I like Midtown. Mm-hmm. And it's on like Linwood and Gillum. And it's in an old, beautiful building that they redeveloped. And so uh, we are a gallery. We have two galleries. Oh, wow. We have uh, 11 artists working in the basement studios. And we um, do programming with the community. Now it's all virtual. So, um, I mean, it's still good. Uh, And, yeah, we do a lot of business education, professional development for artists. We have a program uh, that we've partnered with Inner Urban Art House on. It's called uh, Work of Art. And it's like a professional development course for three months that you can take if you're a member. What kind of art are we talking about uh, working with? And and like what kind of artists would would come to you guys for for help? Mostly visual artists. Okay. Um, You could apply this information also to performing artists. Um, so really any kind of artist, it's just professional development. It's like how to market yourself, how to connect with your client. Like there's all, how to do your resume, how to do your elevator speech, you know, how to brand yourself. It's all that kind of stuff. Um, and it, it, does it cost money to do this well, stuff? Well, you like have to have, so to have it or to take the class, you can either have a membership at Kansas City Artist Coalition or Inner Urban Art House. Or you can pay per class. A membership at either one of the places to take the course is $100. For a year? For a year. But you get all kinds of other benefits too. Like you get a bunch of other benefits from Inner Urban and you would get from Kansas City Artist Coalition depending on whose like membership you went with. And that's how you can learn how to do. Mm -hmm. It's really affordable. Well, I'm thinking about it for myself. Yeah. It's really affordable. You should definitely take it. Well, yeah, one of the things I, I... talk about and mention a lot is i know how to podcast right i know how to set up a podcast but you gotta know how to do all the other i stuff don't too. know how to market i don't know how to you promote. think they teach artists how to do this no There's that's no what i'm saying like course is, in college that's what i'm thinking like, like how to be a business person mm-hmm. but there needs to be 
And that's what you guys are doing? And they don't doing? tell artists that. They don't tell doing? musicians that. Huh? We're trying to. We're trying to help artists do that, you know, with the information we have. We're not like experts, but. And there are online classes. Is that what you're saying? Right now virtual? it's just Zoom. Right now there's like a big Is it live book. or is it just like a, a it's video? Live. It's okay. live. And we're recording them and like making them in so that you could watch them later. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like this. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. And then your gallery, your physical gallery. Mm-hmm. Is that something anybody can go to at any time? I can just walk up in there, go and check it out. And what exactly, like, what, what is the gallery? When we're open, when we're open. Yeah, we're open Wednesdays to Saturdays, 11 a.m. to typically 5 p.m. On openings, we stay open a little later. But yeah, uh, it's uh, 3200 Gillum Road, KCMO 64109, KCAC, Wednesday to Saturday, 11 to 5 um, yeah, and you come in. The work is great right now. Oh, man, we just had an opening this Friday. Now, it's an art gallery. Is it, mm-hmm. can people purchase things there? Or you can buy it? every, well, it depends. We leave that up to the artists if they want to sell their work or not. Is that or, the, but is that the main idea of this gallery is, is for people to showcase and sell it? Or is it for people to come just check out and look at cool stuff? Because we're a nonprofit, they, we're not a commercial art gallery. So we don't survive off of the sales of the art. So we leave it up to the artists. That's really cool. It's very special. So if an artist goes up there and sells something, they get 100% of that money? They get 70%. We get 30 Okay. Nice. Yeah. That's still great. Yeah. We do a lot of... We put put them on our website. We do like a lot of different stuff. So it's good. And you said you have 11 artists up there right now. We have 11 artists in the studios working in the basement. Okay. Um, The artists in the gallery right now, we have three artists that we're showing right now in the galleries. And is that based on any theme or how do you get these? How do you choose these artists? How long are these artists uh, there in residence or um, whatever or holding are, up space? Yeah. You know? Are you talking about the studio tenants or the artists who show in the gallery? The show in the gallery. Okay. Yeah. So we do a call for entry every year in October and we put a call out into the community um, and it's basically like submit. I think it's like up to 15 of your works um, that you would either these would be the ones you would be showing or these are examples of your work and you have an idea for a new show um, you would pitch the new idea and then any other details and you submit that and then they're juried and um, you're accepted and then they curate we curated this year we did normally we do only one artist in the main gallery and one artist in the smaller gallery that we have that's called the snap space but this year we decided to do all group shows so that we'd have the opportunity to show more people this year mm-hmm. because the opportunities have been cut so much. So we figured it's like better to at least give like a few more people an opportunity. Um, and so we did group shows. So now this year there'll be two artists in the main gallery and then still one in the snap. So that's cool. Um, and so, yeah, they're curated based on like how they visually uh, work with the other artists and um then there's kind of an overall um theme or just really title of show put together like the two artists showing that just opened this friday was um emmett merrill who is a printmaker from st louis so we do the call as regional so i was gonna say you left mm-hmm. someone from st louis in huh yeah his work is really really cool it's like folky and it's beautiful lithograph which is a really insane process um, and the palette's really nice. It kind of looks like a Dr. Dog album cover from like 2009 or 10. I don't know. But I like his work a lot. And then he's showing with a woman named Ellen Weintkamp. I hope I didn't like butcher that. She's a painter. And they're really beautiful, really detailed, like still lifes and stuff. And then you don't even notice. But when you get up on top of them, some of it is like three-dimensional. Oh, wow. And it's wild. It's like really trippy because it's like perfect. And so that's really fun. And then we're showing an artist from Atlanta. So that's a little further regional. than regional. A little further than regional. Regional. But her work is, is so, her work North was America? so cool. Her work was so cool. I couldn't not... Uh, her name is Nia Hemet, and she's from Atlanta, and she's showing in the snap, and she does photography of herself and her peers, and they are part of, like, uh, they call themselves alternatives, and um, because I'm old, it's, like, it reminds me, just fashion-wise, I don't, you know, know, but live, like, hot topic, and it's, like, you know, kind of punky, kind of, like, grungy, kind of, like, I don't know, like wild 90s makeup. hot topic? Yes, but, like, hot and, like, younger and cooler, um, so her photography is really cool. So, yeah, uh, people should come in. 
you got to wear a mask. You got to wear a mask. And that's it. You stop in. I'm going to check it out. Yeah, I'm there on Wednesdays if anyone wants to come in on Wednesdays. What do you do? Do cool. you show people around? Like, how does it work? Or do people just walk in and, and help themselves? Like, You walk in. We welcome you. We kind of tell you about the shows and, like, what's going on. Unless we're feeling antisocial that day. I might just be like, <laughs> and make my coworker do it. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But, yeah, we talk to people. Um, if people don't want to engage, they don't have to. <laughs> they can also watch like the artist interview thing. Um, can I bring a coffee in there? Like, yeah, we allow? also make coffee. It's it's just Dunkin' Donuts coffee, but it's good. Dunkin' Donuts is good coffee. It is good coffee. It is actually. Yeah. They make a good. Yeah, bean. but there's a really good coffee shop that's around the corner that's called Sister Anne's, which is also a records shop. Oh, dope! And you should go support him and then come into the gallery. Everyone do that. Yeah. There's no food there, so don't expect any food. Because but I, we can bring I, drink in. Okay. Oh no, you can eat in the gallery. You, I was saying there's no food at the coffee. Well, we shop, can bring so. food and drink in there. Yeah, there's a table you could sit down and eat your food. Really? Uh huh. You thing could about even do that. Bring in a nice little lunch, or maybe a bottle of wine. There's a really good. There's really good food in the neighborhood. Also, there's the Fix, which is a vegan place, and it's actually really good. I am not a vegan, but the food is good. I'm not a vegan either, but yeah. I, I will get down on some vegan food. It's good. It's good. And there is a wine place on Gillum that's right there, too, called like, uh, oh, damn, what's it called? I don't know. Figure it out, people. It's wine, Gillum Road. I don't know. It's across from the filling station. That sounds awesome. I definitely <laughs> no, want to check like, it out. Everyone, you can have a lovely little what afternoon is, doing What's all the official things. name of the gallery? The Kansas City Artists Coalition, KCAC, we okay. call it. Mm-hmm. Does that... Um, it's by oh, so the O'Reilly's you <laughs> and the car wash. You used to work for the pitch too, right? I worked for a pitch on an event. They hired me when they saw what I was doing like with the Gypsy Market in the West Bottoms. They hired me to put on this event years ago called uh, Crafts and Drafts. And so it was like a beer and art festival inside sure. of the abandoned building that the Uptown owned in that parking lot now it's gone now they've like built the whole thing up i don't even know what's happening there. oh yeah but, yeah um, yeah yeah mm-hmm. it is going up it's they're building something cool other yeah there used I, to i'm be assuming a, it's like fancy lofts because we need more of those right but that was it's amazing i used to live right right there. i used to live on on uh broadway and armor boulevard mm-hmm. and it is amazing what it used to be to what it is now just the change yeah, that keeps going on down there. It's mm-hmm. just it's, it just blows my mind how what gentrification does to a city. Oh yeah, like the change that you can act just yeah it's just when you've lived somewhere for so long and and I don't know, it's interesting to see. Not it's, bad. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just it is what it is. It's really wild. When I first moved here, I worked um, in the Northeast, like St. John and Topping, and um, I then haven't worked in that area and haven't really been in that area like a little bit in the northeast I go but not that far east in a while and I was there a lot this summer and I could not believe how much it had changed I was just like what it's crazy but around my neighborhood too like I live at 39th and Harrison which is like one block west of Truce so 39th and Truce and the development that's happening east of Truce right now is like rapidly like changing it's so crazy Kansas City's growing it's crazy it's gonna keep going it's just the more and more public in the public eye we are just I can't help but see us just getting bigger and bigger and I mean it's got good and bad with it uh especially see what happens with COVID COVID's really messed a lot of stuff up uh you're you're the KCAC sounds I know you're you're saying it's geared towards a lot of visual artists but I think, yeah, a lot of uh, like podcasters, um, performing artists, Twitch people, maybe people who are on Twitch, maybe YouTube creators. Mm-hmm. I think there's a spot there for all those people. Like Just from basically what you're saying, what you guys are kind of doing, trying to mm-hmm. teach people about. I think a lot of those, I don't like myself included, like I'm going to get a membership and start learning because, you know, I want this podcast to continue to grow and grow. And I know it's. There's a lot of stuff I'm not doing. I like I don't know what to do. I just I throw shit up on Instagram and I'm like, eh, just let it organically grow. Hopefully, if you're listening to this now, you tell a friend. Yeah. You know, just tell a friend. That's what I want. But I know that there's are 
there's things to do. Well, yeah, and that's really great. It just really depends on like what your goals are with it. Prey on like, people's psychology. Like, what do you want from it? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> well, you know, you want to make money from it. Do you want it um, to be heard by someone special? Like, what do you? What's your goal? I you want to find my ex girlfriend, and I just <laughs> want her to find this and come back to me. <laughs> <laughs> you can probably do that pretty easily. I just have to get that big. <laughs> I guess it depends on which ex-girlfriend. <laughs> right. That was a long time ago. Uh, no, I don't know. I have goals. I mean, sure, I have. Yeah, I have goals. I want people to hear this. I want this to be entertaining. I want a lot of people to hear it. I want it to be big in Kansas City. Yeah. Because like you, I have, you know, I have, I bring together a lot of minds of people that i want other people to hear it make, i want this to be big outside of kansas city but since i do reach a lot of kansas city artists and whatever come in here i want them to hear it around here i want i want it to be big in this city yeah but eventually grow bigger because i would love to get guests from all over the country um but for now yeah that that's you know a different stage i would like to learn how to build it even more in the city get more of these because more artists that hear about this the more business owners Mm -hmm. just the more networking and just other people getting everyone's name out there like it's but then also just having a good time Mm -hmm. and not having a lot of i I noticed on here i know let me go back to my little notes you had something (laughs) you specifically wrote this community Uh, plus collaboration uh, over competition yeah and uh, yeah that's i think that's very important and you see a lot of you see a lot of negative. I mean, it's good to have competition, but there is a fine line between like positive competition and like negative where you're not supporting other people. And like you get bitter when someone else gets successful, like a, like famine type thinking, like just because like I'm not going to get mad if, if you like, you know, I have a couple pod local podcasts that I don't necessarily respect or like or maybe have beef with but if someone likes them or listens to them i don't care good for them that doesn't mean they're taking anything away from me like people just got to learn that you can't think like famine thinking can't think i don't know yeah to me there's always like power in numbers and like i'm I'm only gonna succeed if the people around me are like that's just the way i've always seen it and like it made me stronger to have other people around right. but there is there are people that don't feel that way and they are competitive in nature and it is unfortunate um so yeah iron just, sharp iron sharpens know. iron and it's like a lot of ego involved in it i feel like especially with artists and people mm-hmm. who are like producing something that they're really like passionate about there's a lot in that for certain people and so people get hung up on different things and they compare themselves to other people, and that's like the biggest waste of time. So, I don't know. And yeah. the opposite of what you should be as an artist. Right, right. But, you know, for the most part, I feel like the community here is very supportive. Um, I keep hearing that, for the most part. I know yeah. there are like little clicks. I have heard from oh, certain individuals that lean more on the right. You know what I mean? <laughs> that they have more of a difficult time being accepted into the art community. Like they feel like they're afraid to express some of their views and just political views and ideas if, for for fear of being kind of, I don't know, casted out or being ignored type thing. So they're not even trying? No, they've tried and, oh. and it doesn't end up too well so they just kind of learn and this is only a couple people i've heard this from but they've just kind of learned to kind of all right we won't <clears throat> we'll bring that up we'll Maybe still that's work just not their people i mean there's a lot of people in the arts community yeah and i'm sure not everyone thinks the same way but you can still like right, respect think, and be around each other and support yeah. each other so i don't know look i don't know i'm not i'm not a part of it this is just <laughs> one one <laughs> no, stance i've heard from a couple people that were on the right that's talking about and i don't know the the artist community does seem kind of small. I mean, Kansas City's really? not that big. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Kansas City's not that it, big. I see like, in so many different ways. I see there's, like, a fine art community. There's, like, mm-hmm. you know, there's, like, the makers. There's, like, musicians. I don't feel like there is a right, ton there of, like, overlap. Uh, yeah. There's performing artists. There's theater. Like, you know. Um, I think this would be more of, like, the fine arts. Oh. Is what he was. Oh, yeah. He and she were. That's a bummer. That makes me sad they feel that way. 
Yeah. You know. But they just Maybe ignore it. Maybe they're just not like hooking up with the right people. Maybe. Maybe they're just like not in the right crowd or something. Maybe. But they're out there and they make them awesome stuff. Yeah, and they I love should keep making it. work. Exactly. Yeah, and they <laughs> are. It's like not and about so it's that. like, yeah, all right. Yeah, it isn't about you that know? ultimately. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited to kind of get get my hands on this and kind of do some learning. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to learn. Mm-hmm. I'm one of them learners. Yeah, I'm a life learner constantly. Yeah. Or I get bored like real quick. So yes, it's good to keep keep pushing it. I'm a jack of all trades, a master of none. <laughs> Word, me too. I feel that way very much. So, but I'm okay with that. Cartwheel, Jess. This was yeah. nice. I yeah. enjoyed chatting <laughs> with you. If there's anything you'd like to uh, promote or say at the end here, go ahead and. Uh... Um. Yeah. Uh. If you're a visual artist in town, also look into the drugstore KC. Uh. Instagram. In the next couple of weeks, um, we're going to have new grants for people. It's a nonprofit that I'm on the board of. We're just kind of, uh, for lack of better terms, like resurrecting the drugstore. Um, and it's going to be a grant-based program for the next couple of years. So, well, uh, yeah, just stay in touch with that. I'll send you guys the info, but whoever listens, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as far as I can say, I think people need to check out the KCAC. Yeah, follow KCAC, follow Cartwheel Jess. Uh, Keep you in the loop. That's it. Any yeah. of my, like, I have a lot of artists out there. You, yeah. you performing artists that are listening to this right now. Performing you artists. Visual yeah. artists, you visual artists. You, you guys check it out. Like this sounds, it sounds perfect. If you yeah. want to learn how to get your name out there, mm-hmm. I'm certainly going to try and we'll see if, uh, it's a oh. hundred bucks. It's a hundred dollar investment. Invest in yourself. Invest in your brain. There's also scholarships. There's, a, I should say that there's also scholarships for the program. So like if you, um, want a membership to the organization, but $100 is too much, or you want, there's different levels also. This is just the one if you want to take that work of art class, but there's scholarships, and that info is on the website. Boop. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Is there any discount codes? Uh, you got to just email the just info email. person. All right. And she'll figure hook it out. You All right. up. She'll hook you up. Well, Cartwheel Jess, mm-hmm. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, no problem. This was fun. Good. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>